Coming up on episode 65 of The Unscrewed Mind, Rusty and I are talking about good news and more on meditation. We talk about some common symptoms that meditation may ease, emotional benefits of meditating. I give you some awesome statistics, and then we both have a pretty good laugh about thegoodboy.com. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Good news. Oh no, good news. Good news. Meditation is this good reduces. News.com? No, this is from Forbes. Okay, go ahead. Believe it or not, goodnews.com had no good news. <laughs> uh, they must be, they're clickbaiting the heck out of that website. Like they're trying yeah. to, they're SEO'd out of their mind and they're, they're, they're trying to find good news. Um, it's just not working. Not for our format. Maybe it's good news for someone else. It's just not for us. So I, I had to dig a little <laughs> bit deeper for good news. And I found yeah. it because you and I are reading a book, uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And a large majority of that book is all about meditation and the process of meditation. Last mm-hmm. week, we were going to do a video on meditation and a podcast on it. Didn't happen. So I have some notes from last week that I want to cover this week. And the good news story from last week is meditation reduces mind wandering and mistakes at work. Studies show. I can see that. Is your mind, sorry, is your mind like Grand Central Station with so many work thoughts coming and going that you don't have a chance to pause and catch your breath? Do you frantically work on projects focused on the next item on the agenda without regard to what it's doing to you mentally and physically? Are you worried about whether the boss will like the finished product or thinking about what you'll be doing this weekend? These out-of-the-moment episodes create loads of job stress and disconnect you from yourself and your surroundings. Before you know it, you're mired in your own stress soup. We all zone out once in a while. Your mind could be wandering right now. I hope not, Rusty, because we're in the middle of a YouTube video. You could be thinking about what you ate for lunch, what you should have eaten. You could be worried about unpaid bills. It list goes on and on. Keeping your mind on task. Good news, they've done studies. Harvard researchers found that the human mind wanders 40% of the time and that when you stray, you pay. When your mind wanders, you're more stressed out and unhappy than when you stay in the here and now, the present moment. The researchers found that people were happier no matter what they were doing, even working overtime, vacuuming the house, or sitting in traffic if they were focused on the activity instead of thinking about something else. Um, A Cincinnati study backed that up, that being uh, focused in the present moment is something that you need to do. Here's where we actually get some real numbers. Research at Michigan State University found that meditation can help you make fewer mistakes, The scientists recruited 200 participants to meditate for 20 minutes while monitored by an EEG. Um, The findings they discovered, sorry, they discovered that meditation altered the participants' brain activity in a way that suggested error recognition. The findings are a strong demonstration of what just 20 minutes of meditation can do to enhance the brain's ability to detect and pay attention to mistakes makes us feel more confident in what mindfulness meditation might really be capable of for performance and daily functioning right there in the moment. 
goes on to tell you how you can meditate, Rusty. But the good news is meditation can help you focus more at work. Is that what anyone really wants to use meditation for? You know, I think that if you're doing something that you like, um, of course, um, that's, that's always the case is that you want better focus and, you know, what do you, I feel like the thing that trains you not to focus the most is the phone. Yeah. I mean, it is thousands of apps, thousands of different videos, thousands of different things that you can do just sitting still. And when you go to do something that isn't a thousand different things coming at you, it just seems so boring. And mm -hmm. so it's the programming of your mind though. And as you shut those things off, as you delete those things, you'll start to see that your focus regains and it makes meditation easier and it makes uh, focusing easier. So I think that, um, you know, the first thing that I would do when you're starting to meditate is delete everything. <laughs> get rid of all of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, you, you can get on YouTube and your goal can be to, um, you know, learn something new. And the next thing you know, you're watching cat videos or you're, you know, yes. just totally down the wrong area, or you're watching somebody do something that's not anything that you set out to do because you, you the distractions that you create for yourself are known. I mean, the YouTube knows what you want to, that's, that would, what would distract you. They know what you really want to watch, even though you're looking right. for a, they know that B is where you spend a lot of your time, you know, but also the reality of it is, is you create your own YouTube feed. Whew. Man. That's painful. <laughs> right. Or great. One of the two. Based on, based on what's in there for me, it's really painful. So I want wow. to meditation has multiple benefits. I did, I did research last week. Meditation could possibly ease these symptoms. Rusty anxiety asthma, cancer, chronic pain, depression for sure, heart disease, high blood pressure, IBS, sleep problems, tension headaches. All of those, um, definitely the heart disease and the high blood pressure. Um, that just sounds like something that taking a few moments to be present and, and relieving stress is going to do for you. You know, I think that so many people have a process of thought in their mind that certain things have to occur in order to become not depressed anymore or be happy with their current situation. And so many people look to the medical field for this mm -hmm. and end up on to a chemical um, pill or something that doesn't change the way that they think, but just numbs the things that they do think. Yeah. And so they don't get out of the reality that they're wanting to leave and they're, they stay in it, but they're immune to it. Mm -hmm. 
and desensitized. So, it's right. It's dangerous. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, man, the meditation is a great way to calm your mind and get into the feeling of feeling different. And, you know, if, if you're not meditating and I don't meditate daily because uh, I've had some issues uh, sleeping and I'm creating more of it by saying it, but you know, it's just, it's just something that once you connect and have the feeling of it's a different, it's something different than anything you've ever felt before. And I think, I think it's like anything too. Like if you do it too often, you build up a, like either you build up a tolerance for it or it doesn't feel quite as moving as it did maybe the first couple of times. So if I mean, right. like anything, if you take a break and come back to it, um, you know, it's going to hit a little bit harder. I've also got some emotional benefits for meditating. Um, could provide you a new perspective on stressful situations. Uh, I can't read my writing. Build skills and manage stress. Increase self-awareness through meditation. Present moment focus would be another one. Reduce negative emotions. Increase your imagination and creativity. And then increasing patience and tolerance. How many times have you been meditating? And maybe it's not like sitting still and um, maybe it's not sitting still and like breathing deeply and being present, but maybe it's a quiet moment. Maybe it's a walk through the backyard. Maybe it's the drive home from a sales meeting without the radio on. Haven't you been hit with like your greatest creative moments in times like that where you've, you've allowed yourself to be quiet when maybe things have been a little bit stressful kind of around that moment. Right. It's kind of like the old saying to keep a, a pen and paper next to your bed because you think of stuff at night when everything's kind of died down and things. Yeah. Um, you find an old man that's successful or an old woman that's successful that doesn't have a, a, a pen and a piece of paper close by at all times. They all do. Right. All of them. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, a lot of people are putting those notes on to their phones these days because everybody has their phone 24 seven. Is it the same uh, though? I don't I think mean, it's the same. You know, if that's how you feel. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how about what else you? can I say? What How else can I say? Another, another really interesting <laughs> thing. And I had, I had heard about this and I was through meditation. I was doing that, like using a process like this early that I learned on headspace. And then I forgot about it. And my meditation had its own kind of flow. And then reading the book that we're reading right now, he, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about an induction process, which is kind of the warm up to like the rest of the stuff that is meditation. Um, kind of entails, but I've been using the induction process all week and it is, it's amazing. It's amazing. And have you gotten to that point in the book yet, Rusty? Mm -mm. No, so, I'm like, I mean, it doesn't matter, but I'm like 300 pages in of 846 because of the size of the numbers that I'm looking yeah. at or the size of the letters. So what I've been doing is I've been reading the front part of the book, which is the quantum. And then I'm also reading the back half, which is the meditation. So I'm doing both of them at the same time. But one thing that's helped me is this induction process. And it's um, essentially while, while you're meditating, you sit down and the first 20 minutes 
of this meditation is just all the induction process. And all you're doing is sitting there still upright and you're just imagining the, uh, the room is filling up with water. And so it starts at your feet and your ankles and then it slowly goes up your body and you can feel it wrap around your knees and go over your elbows and wrap your shoulders and then cover your face. And then you're underneath water and it takes about 15 to 20 minutes to do that. But by the end of it, you just feel warm and amazing. I can't wait till you do it the first time because yeah. I've been leaving. I've been meditating for the past year and I haven't been doing induction and, um, I don't know. Like I've been missing out. That's how I feel is that I've been when, missing out. When I was um, in high school, I had uh, some anxiety issues and I got to the point where I like didn't want to go out into like Walmart and stuff like that. And I felt con constrained in uh -huh. any way. I went to a um, therapist, I guess it was. Okay. No, I don't think maybe it was a psychologist. I don't know. Anyway, he told me to sit in my chair and imagine that there's bags of sand being put on my arms. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And he said that it, you know, it's getting heavier and heavier on your arms. And after, I don't know if it's a minute or two, he's telling me about it. He's like, it's so heavy now that you can no longer raise your arms. And I go to raise my arms and I couldn't pick them up. And, you know, that was like a moment for me because I couldn't believe that your mind could control that. But for some reason, I didn't look into it further at that time. I don't know. You weren't, you weren't ready. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> they, you weren't I, ready. I, I, they were trying to tell me. but To close, I want to go through some meditation statistics. These are, these are really cool. I've got these from thegoodbody.com. And I hate that I'm not looking at the camera, but I can't, I don't know. I haven't figured out how to read and look at the camera at the same time. Over 14% of U.S. adults have tried meditation. Since 2012, the number of people practic practicing meditation has tripled. 7% of kids in the U.S. meditate. Women are more likely to meditate than men. The global meditation market, the meditation industry, is going to reach $9 billion by 2027. There is money in meditation. Uh, 10 most popular meditation apps generated $195 million. This was in 2020. Gen general wellness is the number one reason people gave for meditating. And then globally, 200 to 500 million people meditate. Anyway, close the book on meditation. If you want the statistics, you can go to thegoodboy.com. Good, not the good boy. I, I go would there. be very careful on that. <laughs> go to thegoodbody.com. 27 Oof. meditation statistics. Some really interesting stuff out there. If you're not meditating, you should. You should give it a shot. Find you an induction process that works for you. Headspace.org is a really good, great place to start and free your mind today. It's the easiest way to start feeling better. I promise you. Boom. Luckily, it's just MGM.com. That's a good boy. Yeah. <laughs>
you for listening to this episode of The Unscrewed Mind. Now, if you heard something that you know someone else needs to hear, share the show. If something in this episode gave you an aha moment, give us a review. And if you haven't been to our YouTube or our Instagram or our TikTok account, check us out. We are everywhere at The Unscrewed Mind. Now, go out and do something great today.